This is episode 10. In this episode, you'll meet Rocio Gonzalez. You'll learn how she has two businesses in the wellness industry and how she teaches us about mindfulness and how she's changing the world one cold pressed juice at a time. Enjoy! Hello, hello, bienvenidos. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate, a podcast with conversations of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. Join me to hear stories from entrepreneurs of different cultures and identities. I believe consumers want to support businesses and organizations that they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. I know it does for me. Also, my daughter will join me once a month to talk about the kid entrepreneur perspective. So subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hello, welcome to Relate and Elevate. I'm here with Rocio and I'm actually at her ranch in Merced. And it's a very special treat because her and her family showed us her ranch today and um, all the things that her parents built. So, uh, Rocio, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Rocio, and currently I'm living in Merced, California. I invited uh, Giselle and her family over to take a tour of the farm here. I was really excited to show them uh, the lifestyle here and how it's different than living in a busier city like the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah it's completely so. different. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't too far away from us, like just a couple hours. and uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the good thing about California. It's like so big. Uh-huh. You can travel a couple hours and you're still like, even though it's a country life, like we didn't drive through like, you know, dead land. We, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a big metropolitan area. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you so much for coming over. Oh, uh, it, yeah, I mean, it's fun. My kids have had a lot of fun. They like they liked it. <laughs> we took nice <laughs> pictures. All right, so I'm going to get to asking you some questions to get to know you a little bit better first. What's your favorite food? My favorite food is seafood. I really like ceviche. I like just the taste of the lime with the shrimp in it. Um, so... That's my my favorite food, uh, anything that's fresh. Do so, you cook it a lot? I don't cook it a lot, uh, but I buy it a lot. Like if I go to a restaurant, that's my that's the thing I look for in the menu. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ceviche, shrimp. I'm actually, I'm allergic to shrimp. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. So like about maybe seven, six, seven years ago, I... Um, I don't know what happened, but I started getting like swelling in my gums and like... I guess I developed an allergy for shrimp and mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped eating shellfish altogether just because oh. so I don't really like to order seafood that much except for spicy tuna rolls mm-hmm. I love spicy tuna rolls yeah, yeah. oh yeah those are really good I like those too yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite color uh, my favorite color is white uh, to me it's a symbol to me it's, it symbolizes purity and peace and I just really like that color yeah, yeah i like it too mm-hmm. like when i do meditations i picture white light coming 
through my body yeah. and it just is like really relaxing and I feel it's like cleansing too yeah yeah that's I I don't know how long how long it's been since I've liked that color but now I know that everything I get is in the color white yeah <laughs> do you wear it a lot I also wear it a lot do oh. you have noticed that when I was looking at my wardrobe I noticed a lot of white in it Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean... I like how it looks. To come yeah. Out. Whatever makes you happy, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what's the most recent book you've read? The most recent book that I've read is called The Surrender Experiment. There's the author, the guy, he talks about how he really wanted to achieve enlightenment. So he goes into a forest and he stays there and until he experiences enlightenment so he meditates until he experiences that and pretty much throughout the book he he just he explains how um, he was going with the flow of life instead of being upset of the way things would turn out he would just go with the flow of it and he he noticed a lot a lot of um, things that were going his even though it seemed like it wasn't going his way, at the same time, it was going his way. Mm. So he, um, life really blessed him. Mm-hmm. And he, instead of, for example, if somebody would, um, if an opportunity would show up, he would take that as a sign that life was offering him something. Mm-hmm. So he would run with it and he would give it his all and put all his heart into it and he would get the benefits or the, mm-hmm. the blessing yeah so it was it was a it was a really um an eye-opening book and um whenever i now i learn something from it so whenever i encounter an issue or something i i think of the book oh the lesson the of, le- yeah the lesson of, everything is an opportunity to learn and grow and a blessing yeah yeah you know it's something that that is something that i have been uh learning to practice because i say practice because it's something we have to do over and over and over again right we Mm -hmm. can't just turn it on like a switch Mm -hmm. well at least for me that has been my experience um so sometimes i'm reminded of that Mm -hmm. and then i go with it and then other times i'm not reminded of it and then i have to really Mm -hmm. try to work and practice to keep reminding myself to yeah, he talks about that. He talks about yeah. how it's a practice. Oh. How he, there was a lot of resistance in his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had to trust that that it mm-hmm. was a good decision, whatever was showing up at his in front of him, whatever was showing up in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to... Okay, I don't want to say that it's hard or impossible or difficult because, to be honest, it's really not hard to do as adults. But... It's not so easy when you've been living your life one way, your condition one way. Mm-hmm. But once you start doing it and practicing it, yeah. it becomes easier, right? Yeah, it becomes easier. And showing my kids that, to me, has been more difficult oh. than, than trying to practice it myself. It's been more difficult to show my kids to, to really understand that everything that's going on around us is a blessing and it's something that we learn from and grow Mm -hmm. and that even though we don't know what the reason is right now we will someday but it's 
it's difficult because a lot of times kids don't understand the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That sometimes we reap the benefits of things long term. Right. Yeah. So that's, I, I fell in love with I read it within two weeks and normally it takes me, I don't know, over a month to finish a book. But this time I couldn't stop reading that book. Yeah. So what... What's the last song you listened to? The last song that I listened to was uh, Happier by Marshmallow. And it just talks about how he wants the other person to be happier. (laughs) (laughs) He wants the other person to be happier, not himself. Yeah, he wants the other person to be happier. You know, I was thinking about that um, recently of how a lot of the times what makes us happy is making other people happy mm-hmm. and that we focus on making other people happy and not ourselves. Yeah, I, I feel it's because it shifts the it shifts the focus off of ourselves onto something else. Instead of focusing on our problems, we're helping someone else. Mm-hmm. So we're not so focused on our problems because that's easy to do. Mm. oh that makes sense yeah if we extend our arm our arms to helping the community or whoever is in need it'll shift that it'll shift the perspective away from us yeah and you know that's interesting because a lot of the things that um are taught in order to be really um happy or improve our lives or to heal and to grow Mm -hmm. is to focus on yourself and to be happy and that happiness is a choice Mm -hmm. so it's really different perspective which i kind of have like fallen into that philosophy of like okay happiness is a choice let's choose to be happy um and i'm thinking about making myself happy yeah but then the other perspective is if we focus on making another person happy, then that in turn will make us happy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I feel like, like that. Should, there should be a balance. Yeah. So as long as you're taking care of yourself and making sure you're good, making sure your cup is full before you go on and take care of someone else mm, yes. is a key. And then it's together. It's co- yeah. it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. If you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would that be? Um, I think I would want to meet the author of that book, The Surrender Experiment. You don't know his name? (laughs) Um, Mike. I I can't think of it right now, but... Yeah, that's okay. I just want to learn from him and... And just ask him about his experience and how he did it, how he was able to reach enlightenment and what that was like, and just learn. Ask him for, for um, tips. I I thought like? about that. I think I'm different from for everyone, right? I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. So so it's just I would want to have a, a conversation with him and talk to him and and learn just learn about how he went through life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So, one more question. Tell us something that only a handful of people know about you. So, only a handful of people know that I wear hearing aids. And for me, for the longest time, that was a little difficult for me to share with others just because I was self-conscious about it. Uh, But I just want to let people know 
that is not something to feel ashamed of or embarrassed about. Um, it's just my sister pointed it out to me. So it's just the same as if you had to wear glasses. Um, it's just another another disability. I don't want I don't want to say the word disability because I feel like I still do things. I can still think and talk, and I'm I'm really grateful for that. Um, it does at times um, impair me from if I'm at a meeting or something if I can't really hear correctly with even with the hearing aids on um, it, it does feel like I'm missing out oh, so I okay. have to ask my neighbor hey what was that I didn't catch that and I get embarrassed but uh, I've learned to accept it and and yeah and, acceptance is very 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 important because yeah. then when we accept things, then we're able to deal with it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've, I've learned. To well, thank you for that. sharing. <laughs> I know it's it's difficult to share uh, things that don't make us feel whole or complete. But I think that the only reason why we feel that way is because um, we think we're alone, or because society in general or around us says that like impairments are bad and Mm -hmm. i mean just think of the word like impairment it's like a negative has a negative connotation disability has a negative connotation you know it doesn't it's like an an aid it's a hearing aid it helps you hear glasses they're a vision aid it helps us see Mm -hmm. i wear glasses i wear contacts you know sometimes i don't want to wear them because they're annoying so then i put on contacts but then if i don't wear anything at all then it really hurts my eyes and it Um, really gives me a headache mm -hmm. um so you know yeah same with me with the hearing aids it's it's not the the same natural sound that you would hear um without them so sometimes i don't like wearing them but i i do wear them when i have to yeah yeah well thank you for sharing yeah no problem so we're gonna get into talking about cultural identity how do you self-identify? So I, I identify myself as a Mexican woman. Um, I, I'm a second generation here. And I, um, when people ask me what my background is, I, I tell them I'm Mexican. And I feel more comfortable saying that even though I was born here in the U.S. Uh-huh. Uh, because I grew up speaking Spanish. Um, English is my second language. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel I automatically just think of of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't see myself. I mean, I do consider myself an American, but I feel more comfortable saying that I'm Mexican. Yeah. See. So yeah. self-identify is how you identify yourself and how you feel the most comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. and it's funny how a lot of the times. People have never thought about how they self-identify because the outside world or society or in general labels us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Categorizes us, labels us, yeah. and we don't have many opportunities to talk about identity and culture and how we self-identify. Yeah, I, I think that's important. So that's why I was curious, like, when I when I saw that question, I I was asking myself. I never really thought about it, so I didn't. I had to really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. That's one of my <laughs> missions in life is to 
help people think about how they self-identify yeah 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 and that's that's really neat like how to do, connecting back to our, our roots and our culture and so that's my next question oh, okay. is what does cultural identity mean to you um so to me that just means um the foods that i eat and um that to me that is how i identify with my with being mexican with the food and then just um being family oriented um and that that you know just really being in unity that's really powerful to me um so, so it's what, your lifestyle, right? Yeah. And your traditions. Yeah. And I I like to think about that only because I know I was going through a hard time when I was living in LA and I always thought of um if only I could be with my family. Mm-hmm. I know that I I would be able to heal and start doing the things that I love. So I I always needed that at the base of of everything that I was doing being around my family it's like almost a sacred space yeah and i was far away i was four hours away and i kept thinking and wanting to move back so that's the decision that i made and i feel that after that i've been able to accomplish my a lot more goals than when i was far, than when i was far away that's oh. just something that wasn't that i kept thinking about i was like if i'm around my family i know that i can accomplish more goals um, so that's that's how I identify myself with the um, cultural identity. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, we'll talk about more about why you moved to LA maybe a little bit later, but I want to get into your business. What is your business? Okay. And like, what do you sell? What What is your service? And where do you sell it? So I started out with the Viva Balance, uh, which which has a, a different. I started off with Viva Balance, where I offer different services. Uh, one of them being the tension release exercises that I'm certified in, uh, which helps the body release deeper tension through tremoring. Um, yes, so this and can, I've done that twice and it's really helped me yeah. like really helped me at first I was like okay I get it uh, okay I understand it but now doing it twice I actually really do feel a difference in my body mm-hmm. yeah so that's um the reason why I got into that was because I felt for a while I felt like I wasn't present and I felt like I was missing out a lot in life because I was always in my head or just thinking about the future and feeling really anxious. Mm, me, yes, me too. Yeah. So and I felt like that made me feel stuck. Yeah, I felt stuck. And yeah, stuck I've, and scared and just not wanting to live that life yeah. in that stuck state. Yeah, Yeah. so the energy was just, I don't know, it was a... It's hard to explain, but I yeah I can relate to you feeling stuck. Like I really wanted to get out of that, but uh, now that I look back, it it's part of um, growing. It's, it was part of my journey. Yeah, and that's what led me to those exercises. Because if I would have never been through it, then I would have I wouldn't have seeked uh, ways to heal my body. Yeah. So now that I've learned ways to help heal my body. 
I thought to myself, well, there, there has to be a lot of people out there that are feeling the same way. And I want to teach these people how to feel present-minded, how to feel grounded, so that they could do the work that they love. Because if you feel present yeah. and grounded, you're able to be more creative, more, you're able to have more connections, and you're happier, you feel more joyful, and that's what people want. Yeah, it's it's really good to hear the words present and grounded. Mm-hmm. And at first, when I started through, when I started uh, my self discovery journey a few years ago, I would read those words a lot, and mm-hmm. I would hear them a lot. Mm-hmm. To be present, I practiced it as well. Like I, I used to go to Bikram yoga a lot, and that really helped me to be present mm-hmm. and to be grounded actually not really grounded there's other things I started doing to help me be grounded Mm -hmm. but hearing them is one thing Mm -hmm. but actually understanding and have been have have experienced what it's like to be truly present even if it is for a few seconds even it is if it is for a few minutes is completely different for me now Mm -hmm. and I can honestly say that I've gone through two periods of self-discovery in my life mm-hmm. uh one uh when i was a, a teenager and and i left i was 18 when i left home and i moved away to college i went to san diego state mm-hmm. and i went through a period of self-discovery um there and then a few years ago uh, i want to say maybe three years ago three and a half almost four years ago it started uh i had three kids in five years and then when when my youngest son, when he was about uh, one and a half, uh, yeah, one and a half, maybe almost two years old, I started another period of self-discovery. And I started to really connect with myself and to also like be present. Mm-hmm. And that has really changed things in my life. And the way that I see things and the way that I live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like those those periods of our life are critical. They're important. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times I know some of us want to end it, suppress it, do whatever it, it takes to not experience it. But I feel like in order to get to the other side, you have to go through it. And there's no shortcuts. You know, you know what it reminds me of. You know, a slingshot. It's weird because we were looking at that. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the the thing your dad made, the iPad stand your dad made, and we thought it was a slingshot. But these periods we go through, it reminds me of a slingshot because you have to pull back. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go back deep and pull pull back into your life. Mm-hmm. And once you release then yeah. the slingshot actually catapults you farther and further than what you've even imagined or thought that you could go. Mm-hmm. So you have to like pull back and go back really deep into yourself. Yeah. yeah. And and that can be difficult. And yeah, yeah, it's so difficult because you have to go through you have to go through the feelings. You have yeah. to go through the healing. You have to go through the acceptance yeah yeah you have to go through the hurt yeah and that's and that and that can take time it doesn't have to be done yeah overnight Mm -hmm. and i always thought 
I wanted like a little magic pill so that everything could go away. Everybody I, does. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever invents the little magic pill, forget about those. I just did. I was trying everything and I wanted an instant change of gratification, yeah. but I then realized that it doesn't work that way, that you really have to go through it. Actually, for me, like the instant change of gratification is being present. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I actually really can truly say, oh, I'm present, it is truly, truly instantly gratifying because yeah. you're in that moment. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's a, it's a way to live your life and it's a practice too because you can't always be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All day, I, every yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a practice. Definitely a practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, how... Well, you actually, you already explained to us how your business vision came about. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, a something that you did for yourself, a self-discovery. So, what problem is your business helping to solve? So, currently, I'm... Uh, from the Viva Balance... Uh, the tension release exercises are helping individuals be in the present moment so that they can thrive in life. From that, I also thought of um, how there's a connection between food and body. Mm-hmm. So that led me to start uh, Juice Words, which is um, fresh juices, raw fresh juices. And I, I came up with that because I feel like I feel that everybody should be exposed to healthy food no matter what background you come from. Yes, I love them. And your juices are so good. Yeah, and so that is just um, making more healthy food available. And right now I'm focused in the Central Valley because there's not really a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Especially here in Merced. I want to say I want to go get a fresh juice or a fresh you know, a salad. And I can't think of a place where i can go i would probably have to drive an hour or two hours away isn't that ironic merced is literally the countryside there's yeah. ranches and farms mm-hmm. everywhere i mean like yeah it yeah you're in an agricultural area yet you can't go and get a salad or a raw cold pressed juice mm-hmm. or smoothie but you can go to taco bell wendy's in and out mcdonald's yeah (laughs) jack in the box right so that's where the disconnect mm -hmm, that's where the whole idea came from um that's why i want to stay here in merced and and see how i can help the community of merced and so i feel like that was just um, an idea that was placed in my heart to be here and and help out the community because if i i want to be able to go to a, a juicery and i and i feel like any everybody else here should have the same opportunity yeah yeah Yeah, for sure everyone so how does your cultural identity affect the way you run your business so you just said that you want to offer um these juices and the tension release exercises here in your community yeah so i i want other people who share the same background as me to be able to uh, identify we were talking about this the other day that when we see somebody that we could identify with, we feel more comfortable. Because we feel that connection with them, yeah. Yeah, we feel that connection and that that's one, one thing that I want 
more uh, Latinas or Mexican women to be leading wellness classes, to be opening wellness juice bars, uh, wellness spaces, so that more people who can identify with that can be going to these these spaces. Yeah. So I feel that, that there's a, a big gap and that that's missing. Yes, um, I agree with you for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, that's just in my heart again, um, and I, I wanna, I wanna bring offer that to the community and and other, other areas, uh, like in the Bay Area. I know we mentioned um, bringing that to the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, creating these spaces where women can go, have it feel safe, feel comfortable, feel connected. Yes, connected is like the most important. Yeah. Because I also feel that once you feel connected, then you really kind of let your guard down. Mm-hmm. You you start to really open up. Yeah. And then I that's that. yeah, and then that's when you really start really Once you really feel connected to others, then you're able really to connect to yourself. Yes, I I agree with that. And then you're also able to feel more vulnerable. Mhm. To yes. be able to let go of whatever vulnerability is something that is so necessary mm-hmm. that we don't do enough of. Yeah. And I want to, I want others to be able to feel themselves and to be able to express themselves and not have, not have to feel like, oh, I have to be a certain way around certain people and I, I want to, I want them to feel comfortable. Yeah. For sure. So how easy or how difficult was it for you to find what you needed to start your business? Like information, people, customers, money, materials. So when I started Juice Words, which is an extension of Viva Balance, I I had a, a hard time starting it here in Merced because I didn't think that there was a, a target market for it. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to try was uh, offering it at the farmer's markets, mm-hmm. at the UC. Before I did that, I went to talk to a business strategist. Uh-huh. Uh, they offer free services, uh-huh. and I asked him for his opinion. Uh-huh. And um, he was just telling me that he didn't think it was a good idea because he didn't think that people of Merced would pay for these juices. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling discouraged because I, I felt I feel really passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I, I ignored that and I said, "Well, good." I, because if you would have gone <laughs> to me, I would have not told you that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So he just like, and I just um, was like, "Well, I'm still gonna try it anyways." Because what if what if it ends? Up, I don't want to have that in the back of my mind where yeah. I don't try it because just because someone told me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that was I. I uh, what I did was I created a Facebook page, and I offered. I showed pictures. I listed pictures and I listed the details, uh, and then I got, I started getting a lot of requests for the juices. Mm-hmm. So to me that was I was like I was surprised by it. I was like, wow, somebody just told me that they don't think this would work in Merced and. Yeah, it's and, working and it's working there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a demand for it of course yeah and so i i um you don't know me. until you ask until you, yeah until you until you try and uh-huh. so i did that and then i created an instagram page and 
I started offering my juices at my tension release workshops. Mm, great. Here in Merced. And then one day I get a woman who owns a yoga studio, Fearless Yoga in Merced. Mm-hmm. And she she was like, oh, I don't know that there was someone that made fresh juices here in Merced. I would like I would love to have these juices at my one year anniversary party at the yoga studio. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I would love to do that. So then from there, she got the idea of offering the juices at the yoga studio. That's so, a really great collaboration. Yeah. Because just like that, you figured out what your target audience is. And it brings together both of your businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viva Balance and Juice Words. It, yeah. All together. Right. So that was an opportunity, and then from there, uh, a lot of people started finding out about the juices, and so I started getting a lot of orders through my social media pages. So just starting a Facebook page and uh, Instagram page, those were the tools that I used to get started on Juice Words um, to figure out if there was actually an audience for my for my juices in Merced, in the Central Valley. Um so from there, I use those two tools. I don't have a website yet. I just have those the, those two outlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. What you you introduced to us the technological tools that you use to run your businesses, but are there any others? Like, what's your favorite technological tool that you use? So you mentioned two of them already: yeah. uh, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, my phone, my like that. Yeah. Your phone, my laptop, um, anything. So, what's your favorite one that you use? Um, so far, it's been my phone. I mean, I carry with, I carry that with me everywhere, and I, that's where I get the orders, and I check up to see where the orders are coming through, and mm-hmm. I don't have to, I don't have to invest a lot just to figure that out, whether it was gonna work or not, or if I was gonna go, continue, uh, building that business. Yeah, isn't that amazing that we literally are connected to the outside world in the palm of our hands? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so just using my phone. and um, I do want to get myself out there more, but but that just using my phone has helped out a lot. Yeah. Well, you grow with your business. So you do what you can until you can handle it and then you add a little bit more right you can't you can't go from zero to a hundred yeah. right you gotta take <laughs> one step at a time yeah that's true but for sure i totally see uh juice words brick and mortar uh, or even like a yoga studio slash juice smoothie place in the future here in merced oh yeah <laughs> i do too i i'm really excited about that yeah yeah, yeah. Me too. And you heard it here first. Yeah. On the podcast. <laughs> so the next time you visit Merced, you can go to the to the juice words brick and mortar. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um so is there a do you have a business idol? Like is there a business that you follow that you strive to be? I don't necessarily have a particular business idol. I just follow I like following people who are doing similar things that I'm doing. Yeah. But there's not a particular one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good to uh, follow um, to follow people that align 
with our mission and our purpose mm-hmm. because then we feel connected with them too yeah yeah it's all yeah. about feeling connected that's yeah. one thing that i've figured out about life <laughs> <laughs> so whenever someone asks what's the meaning of life i'm like oh giselle said it's about making connection yeah <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i didn't invent it it's been happening for thousands of years mm-hmm. maybe centuries so if you could have done something different with either one of your businesses or both of them, what would that be? Um, I feel like if I could have done something different was uh, being more clear about where I wanted to live, where I wanted to focus on, being more clear about that. Because there was a point where I was struggling whether I wanted to live in the Central Valley or the Bay Area, and that stop me from making a lot of decisions because of because of going back and forth mm. but finally after i made a decision more things started to get clear more things started to align i saw more opportunities and i just felt like i was just more focused versus when i was battling that idea like <laughs> Sometimes we get stuck in stuck, in, yeah. in like oh I'm gonna make the wrong decision, but I think that's like that's a lesson to be learned. Is like it doesn't matter what you decide because mm-hmm. as long as you're moving forward, you'll learn from it. So then make a decision. Which one are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And then if if it comes out to be that that was not a good decision, well then go to do the other thing, right? And yeah, I still feel like either decision is gonna lead you to where you need to go. Yeah. So the, there's no right or wrong decision. It's just you, make a decision. Yeah, just make a decision. Choose, choose something, right? Yeah. Choose one. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so can you share some advice for anyone uh, with a business idea? Yeah, so anyone who has a business idea out there, what I would do is just get started and keep moving forward. Um, the more... The more you keep pushing yourself and, and move forward, the more you're going to get... Once, once you accomplish one thing, then the more you want to see what you can do next. Yeah. It so pushes you, keeping, right? Yeah, keeping the momentum, not stopping. Even if... For me, that was one thing that I learned. Just keeping the momentum up and not stopping. Yeah. Even if I wasn't doing something that was for the business. Mm. I, I still just did something. Yeah. Like whether it was cleaning the house, like uh, I'm currently, I don't have, currently I'm just doing my business. I don't have a full-time job somewhere else. So a lot of times I have to be really good at managing my time. And some, sometimes I don't want to work on the business, but I make sure that I, I do something so that I don't fall back and, and yes. get into that habit. Yeah. I know what you mean. So prior to that, prior to Prior to starting Viva Balance and Juice World, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it was really hard for me because I kept going back to what am I doing with my life? And and I didn't know what to do. So what I did was I made sure that I was doing something. Whether I was doing a little job, a little side job, or whether I was just keeping myself active. And that prepared me to what I had to do and take care of to start Juice Words and Viva Balance. Yeah. All those little things that you feel that maybe are a waste of time or you're not getting anywhere are preparing you for 
for the next thing for the next thing yeah so that's what i made sure just to keep that momentum up and to be active and and not stop because i felt yeah that's a great lesson i mean just do it right (laughs) yeah just do it 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 sounds easier to say it yeah to do it because there's a lot of yeah um, it there's light energy involved when you think about it but there's Mm. actual energy that you have to do to do something to do so there takes a lot of energy to um an effort yeah to start something so that's um once you realize that, then then you feel like you have more control—not control, but um, that you have that you're able of, of actually accomplishing something. It's like when you when they say it's just like riding a bike. <laughs> yeah. Once you get on, even though you need balance and you need practice and all this other stuff, but once you're doing it, mm-hmm. you make adjustments, right? So you don't fall off, so, right. right? So yeah. you have control of the bike. Yeah. Yeah. So I also felt um, afraid of failing. For example, I felt afraid of juice word that when I started juice word, I thought, okay, nobody, nobody's gonna buy it. What if nobody buys it? What am I gonna do? And now that juice words is up and going, I'm afraid of the fear that I get is I'm doing too much work. Hmm. So first I thought nobody's going to buy my juices. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking, am I doing too much work? Is this worth it? Mm. That's interesting how there's, I guess you, when you first start it, and then even when you're starting, when you, when you're up and going, you still have those thoughts. Yep. Yeah. So. Those thoughts too. I mean, like I have those thoughts too. I mean, I'm, it's scary to put yourself out there. Then you put yourself out there and then there's like, new scary things yeah. <laughs> right yeah. but i mean i think i think it's okay i think it's okay we're mm-hmm. you know we're as long as you we keep doing things and trying them out mm-hmm. we actually get our answers right yeah so you when you asked a person their opinion they said don't do it yeah but you but once you actually tried it out the answer was yeah, it was different. It, it, was, it was different, like, right? Yeah, so you just have to see for yourself. And people can tell you one thing, but if your heart is really there, then just go for it. Yeah. And, and you know, like the big corporations and stuff, they really do focus on the bottom line. And the bottom line is profit. Mm-hmm. How much money are they making? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, a lot of the times, actually, it's, it can be very, very dehumanizing to like see the how these corporations run their businesses because they're so focused on the profits and the bottom line that they'll do anything and whatever it takes to make more profits, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there is something that we can learn from these corporations and that as long as they're getting sales, they're doing the right things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If they're not getting sales or not making profit, they're not doing the right things, so they need to make adjustments, change what they're doing, right? Yeah. Not completely change. What I mean, make adjustments is like small little tiny changes to get sales and to get profits. And that's what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. You put it out there. You ask people. They started buying. Mm-hmm. Getting sales is very clear communication from customers, right? Yeah. That, yes, we like this. And if they come back, that's even more communication 
from your clients like yes we like this we want more Mm -hmm. and then you have someone that collaborated you because of it like another business owner trusted you Mm -hmm. and is now communicating to you and saying like yes this is a great idea let's continue doing it i want to help you i want to be part of your tribe that's bringing this mission Mm -hmm. you know yeah so i like the it reminds me of the book the surrender experiment oh okay that thing what needs to happen will fall into place if if that's what god or the universe wants for you yeah yeah it's really nice so anybody who has a business idea out there just do it just get your phone and start an instagram page and start putting your ideas and thoughts out there ask questions Mm -hmm. people will answer Mm -hmm. and then like you said and if people don't answer then find new people (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you said um it's good to follow people who are doing things that align with what what you're doing so that you can get ideas inspiration learn from them um even seeking a mentor or yes or a business strategist as yourself yeah or anyone who already owns a business you know talk to them take them out buy them some coffee Uh anybody could take me out and buy me some chai tea lattes (laughs) (laughs) i will talk to you i talk right i talk a lot (laughs) yeah so um Thank you so much, Rocio, for inviting us over, me, my whole family, and my sister, and getting to meet your family, and mm-hmm. your sisters, and your brothers, and sharing your home, and your ranch, and um, and she cooked the best chicken soup ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I really appreciate it, and the tension release exercises are amazing. and your juices are so delicious that even my daughter my kids love them yeah they had they had some too the juice the beet juice that was so good we had beets ginger Uh, carrots carrots uh, orange celery lemon yeah it was really good yeah Yeah, it was really good so where can people find you so right now you said you have a website for uh, viva balance yeah i have a website for viva balance and it's under go viva balance dot com and i also have social me- social media pages instagram um and facebook for juice words and viva balance and you're located in merced yeah. so if anybody wants juice they contact you and you they can they have times and places where they could pick up their juice yeah so currently you can pick them up at fearless yoga here in merced i do delivery i, I do deliver but there's a fee um, you could also come pick them up at the house here at my house, but I do live outside of um, the outside of town, so we do have to drive a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but it's really pretty over here, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to take a pretty drive and get some really delicious juices, then it's worth it mm-hmm. for yes, sure. It'll be worth it. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much, Rocio. Yeah. I really appreciate it and. I definitely foresee us talking in the future about your new juice bar slash um, tension release uh, sessions. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm really excited about it, and I I I really thank you for coming out here and uh, having this conversation with you. 
Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Giselle. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com and please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.